Hey, what is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live version. I'm your host, Steve V. This is episode 322 alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How are you? Hello, darling. I'm doing well. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing okay. You know, it's snowing outside now, apparently. Yeah, I just got a little notice. Yeah, (laughs) it's so so cold. I have my heater on, but I'm cozy here. And also, I just got my booster shot yesterday. Yeah, jabbed for the third time. And um, but I was a little bit under the weather today. A little bit more than that. I think it's a little (laughs) bit jabbed a little bit more than that. Yeah, yeah. This would believe me, this wasn't what I wanted. Um, I, it was what I wanted, but yeah, so it's paying the price today. I, for whatever reason, am one of those people that have reactions to this the yeah. next day. I'm like, mm-hmm. Ugh, I was all day, I was just not feeling great, but I'm feeling Aww. a little bit better, but a little under the weather today. But that's okay because we've got a great show for you. I'm glad you're here with us right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. And instead of a cocktail, I have a mocktail. Our, yeah, oh my goodness, you really are under the weather. You have a mocktail. Oh, I know. Oh, Teddy so watching bring us. You some soup. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. I already had soup and I have soup ready to go. As soon as I'm done, I have my blanket, so I'm good to go. Okay. But right. let's get into this. We've got a, a whole show ahead of you that I'm really excited about. Ready. And there's a brand new you know, we've been talking about TikTok trends and, you know, we were doing the underwear challenge, take off your mm-hmm. underwear challenge in big baggy shorts, which yep. I was all here for. And on last week's after show, I said I might give it a shot. I might try it. Oh, yeah. But instead of a mocktail, okay. I'll be having a cocktail doing it. <laughs> or maybe I should have the mocktail because I don't want to trip over my shorts. No, no, no. Please, please. I think for everybody's <laughs> entertainment, have that cocktail and yeah, and go <laughs> be, for it. It'll be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So I will try that. Well, there's over the summer there was a TikTok trend of guys rolling barbells with weights on them over their asses Mm. and to kind of show if they had an ass if the barbell Mm. stopped the stopped that meant they had a nice juicy ass which i'm sure you're a big fan of right i have watched those for hours and hours upon hours i love those so if make as many of those as you can well, you know, the kids got keep coming up with new things. And the latest one is about the bulges. So we're, it's the same thing. They're on a gym floor mat. And they've got a barbell filled with like 245 plates on either side. And the one guy, one guy's laying on the mat. And he mm-hmm. has a bulge. Like he fluffed himself up, I guess. And the other guy's job is to... It's like stupid pet tricks, right? Like too much yeah, time on your hands, right? Stupid. But hey, it's TikTok. <laughs> and they roll the barbell and the idea being in the video that I have, I'll post this on tagspodcast.com for you guys, is mm-hmm. the barbell stops with the bulge. And then the guy, of course, is winking into the camera going wink, wink. You know what I mean? Like I stopped it with my big bulge. Are you here for this one? Or is this no. a little too dangerous, you think, to try 
at home. Like, don't do this at home. And by the way, Cody, who's yeah. going to be doing this? Would you do this in your neighborhood gym? And wouldn't people be looking at you like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> well, first and foremost, I wouldn't care who is looking at me. I want to try the one where you roll it and see have an ample booty because i often wonder if i have an ample booty enough to stop a, a dumbbell so i think we can do that one together we could do that one together yeah okay. you know i we could do it in my gym downstairs some night okay. because i have a gym in my building that i live in and inevitably certain times of the day night mm -hmm. it's not that busy so we could try it there actually okay. and maybe after before or after one of our tags live when you come over here we'll yes. do it we'll go down there and chances are no one's going to be down there except the cameras and the doorman watching who this whole... <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly they'll be attention honey <laughs> we'll try it we'll have to fluff um you'll have to fluff yourself up and i'll have to fluff myself up oh no oh. i'm not here for the the front oh, i'm only I'm gonna here do for the, the front oh are you the... yeah they put socks in their pants. That is not. Did they? Are, are you sure? One hundred percent. I know what a real penis looks like, and it is not that. <laughs> well, I just got my favorite new toy from oh. Dr. Joel Kaplan, and it's a penis enlargement pump. It looks oh, very it's dangerous. A doctor's one. Yeah, and it's got like all of these like different size pumps that you can put on and this is going to be what i'm going to be doing during the christmas holiday is pumping away oh. and i bet if i pump it says on dr joel kaplan's male enlargement pump that you can get gain one to three inches in length and get 25 percent thicker girth oh, oh I, nice but look at the picture though it's re it's really serious it's like a it science looks very scientific yeah on your dick <laughs> I mean, what is this contraption here in this? I mean, is, is it gonna? It better not blow up in my face. I mean, my dick better not blow up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I'll let I you think, try it out first. <laughs> right, I'm gonna try it, and then we can try it. I'll try that challenge, and then we'll let you guys know. But yeah, I'm here for it too. And if I do it, but it's just a little dangerous, I think, right? And that's what I'm. That's what I just told Teddy. I was like, I'm not. He's like, what about your big dick energy? And I was like, definitely have the big dick energy, but I'm not trying to injure myself. I would like kids at some point. These people don't deserve to reproduce because they're doing this. <laughs> so well, I mean, I would trust you. You can't just like slam an apnea. The no. the the point. You would go they're, lightly, and and then it would just be like it's going to hurt regardless. My nuts are very <laughs> sensitive, so I'm okay. not doing this. I'll do this one, even though it's okay. dumb. But I'll do the uh, booty one, and then we can do the take off your underwear in the challenge. Oh wow! Yeah. We'll, have, we'll a, have a couple. Of, we got a night filled. Well, let's do this soon before yes. I leave for the Christmas holiday back oh. to the Bay Area. I don't leave okay. till the 23rd, so let's plan this. If All we right. can, a little Christmas celebration. Okay, well, let's move on. I couldn't help but talk about this story. It just was everything to me. There, yeah. You know the gay wrestler Anthony Bowens? Well, he and his boyfriend stand up to anti-gay protesters with an epic kiss. 
So when professional wrestler Anthony Bowens and his boyfriend, YouTube star Michael Pavano, came across a homophobic group of protesters recently, they decided to kiss the hate away in a very public lip lock right on the spot. And while the anti-LGBTQ plus protesters stood aghast at Bowens and Pavano kissing proudly and unafraid, the lovely pair received a tsunami of support for their brave Yay. act in the face Love of it. bigotry when they posted a pic of the event to social media. media. And he is, Bowens is not new to this. He's He, he publicly came out as bisexual in 2017, mm -hmm. but now identifies as gay. And he spoke to Sports Illustrated back in 2019 about the importance of his role in the sport, representing and affirming the LGBTQ plus community. And mm. lastly, he's quoted as saying, it means something when a person can see someone that looks like them, gets them, and understands what they're going through. Bowen's 30 at the time told... Uh, told sports illustrated you know right. what i loved about this is yeah we've seen a lot of sports figures come out and really mm -hmm. stand up for it but this was really putting it into action because imagine being amongst hateful protesters of anti-lgbtq plus yeah. and i think it takes you know huge balls to kind of do that in front of them <laughs> not that they were going to be this wasn't a violent attack i don't yes. believe in any way they were simply protesting against LGBTQ+. However, I do think that, um, you know, who's going to come come for Bowens, right? Exactly. The he's way so he burly and muscly. And I follow him on Insta because he's so, they're both so adorable. So I am, I was so happy when I read this story. It's so heartwarming. And he's such a great role model. Yeah. And what a way to fight the hate is is with love. And you show them that love is the answer. So I, I'm here for him. So I Absolutely. followed him. I might follow his boyfriend too. I should go do it right now because Yeah, right. You probably should follow so both. Cute. Yeah, they're yeah. both really cool. I'll post this story on tagspodcast.com as well because I just couldn't help it. That was a really good one. Oh, All yeah. right. Well, moving on, we've got two stories for you that kind of have to do with drag. Both, mm -hmm. no, they do have to do with drag. My uh, wet dream. <laughs> yeah, right. No. <laughs> the first is a brand new contestant on the upcoming drag race season. I think there were up to season 14, Cody. We You're are. a huge yep. super fan, correct? I am a super fan. Okay, Season well, 14. Maddie Morphosis opens up about a controversial drag race casting because Maddie is the Emmy Emmy winning reality drag. Well, Maddie is joining the cast of season 14 of Drag Race, which I believe mm -hmm. starts in January. And Maddie is a cis cisgender uh is straight, essentially, right? Yes. Um a yeah. straight cisgender male, yes. Yeah, he's straight though. It's for all yeah. right. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> and he's quoted. I was just like getting too caught up in all the cisgender this this. Um, but he's quoted as, as saying, "While I am straight, I don't consider myself a straight drag queen. I'm just mm -hmm. a drag queen who happens to be straight." Maddie said during the official Meet the Queens live stream event last week. Quote, my sexuality doesn't define the drag that I do. It doesn't impact that. It's just a facet of 
who I am outside of drag. And lastly, I think my being on the show can tap into a lot of the guys watching at home, like cisgender straight guys, and really just like projecting to them, gender is completely arbitrary. So he tells people to just be him, be yourself. And Cody, I guess I got to get your opinion on this because you're such a super fan. I got a lot to say. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, I'm here for it. There is some controversy, of course, on Twitter for people coming like, why, as if it doesn't validate many a drag queen's legacy, because many drag queens say it was drag that has saved them. And it's mm-hmm. that one safe space that they've mm-hmm. really been able to keep to themselves and ch- transform themselves as an entertainer. Yeah. And so some people have felt that he is not mocking their drag, but mm-hmm. that it's it's kind of refuting their their drag essentially. And and I don't, I mean that that's what people are saying on Twitter. I yeah. think. And no, I get it. People are mad. Yeah, I get it. And I don't want to invalidate anybody's experience if that's how they feel. I. I'm okay with that. They're allowed to feel however they feel. I just don't see the use in them trying to drag down somebody else to to raise themselves up. So I I say focus on the people that you love rather than the people that you hate. There are two transgender female contestants, openly transgender. This is the first time ever that an openly transgender female has been on the show. As opposed to last season, which had got Mick. How is that different? Uh, these are transgender females as opposed oh, okay. to oh, yes. a transgender male. There you go. Got it. So I think those two tra- transgender females should be celebrated. Say Carrie Colby and Cornbread the Snack Chate's names more and amplify their names instead of trying to drag down. He's Say just their names again. <laughs> Col- these- Carrie Colby. Carrie Colby and Cornbread the Snack Jate. And I cannot wait oh, to see more these. I love those <laughs> names, especially Cornbread the uh, right, whatever. Delicious. It does sound cornbread delicious. I want today. some cornbread right now. <laughs> Can I get that with my soup a little bit later, please? I mean, it goes really good with soup. Oh, what kind yes. of soup you got, by the way? Actually, it's ramen. It wouldn't go with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> cornbread goes with anything, girl. <laughs> okay, I could make it work. Believe me. Um, yeah, I'm here for it. I think we were talking offline that drag has been around forever. And mm-hmm. in fact, La Caja Falls often featured straight men, right? Yeah, Just men in general. Sure. Drag is drag. And so I love at season 14, Emmy, how many Emmys? My goodness, has RuPaul yeah. won with this? It's, it's opening up people's eyes and really, really getting into many more homes and I think she has to, RuPaul has to open it up to show the varied facets of drag. It's not just. I could not agree more. Yeah. It's just another form of inclusion. If you're saying that you should have AFAB queens and trans queens, then this is another logical step or facet of drag that you should include in Drag Race. Right. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see, though, if this um, what's this person's name? What Maddie? Ma- Maddie Morphosis. Yes. It'll be interesting because, you know, there's always a, a lingo and a style of talk that, uh-huh. that not that they all have the same, but they know how to yeah. read. And I'm wondering, is Maddie going to know how to read somebody that is I often known in our culture, LGBTQ yeah. plus culture, not necessarily in straight culture, so and this is a white straight man so it'll be interesting to see how he does in some of these challenges and the other thing which will be interesting is the the show really does a good job of pulling out you know various sides of each contestant and putting making them vulnerable so i will be interested and curious to hear his story on how he came to drive and how he relates to the other queens. That is such yeah. a great point. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of it is cattiness, bitchiness, shade, reading, and all those things are within our community. Are but you but the thing about drag, I mean, Master Joshua, who's been on our show so many mm-hmm. times, and he's definitely not gay. And I don't know what mm-hmm. he goes by, so I don't want to say, but I know he's not considered a gay man. He's never said that to me. Okay. But has tried drag and it and he loves oh. the experience. If you go on some of his social media at Master Joshua, it might be at yeah, at Master Joshua, um, you'll see when he's gone done drag before and he's had a such a cathartic experience before doing drag and emotional even and it's just been such an amazing process to see so yeah it'll be interesting to see that's how, amazing. Yeah. The guy that fisted C- Steve is straight. <laughs> he, <did. laughs> he never actually fisted me, Master Joshua. We did fire play and a lot of flogging. A lot of flogging. Oh, okay. and the bull whip and things of that nature. But fire play was really hot. And yeah, no, he's very sexually explorative. And yeah, so I don't think it has to you have to be one sexuality to be drag but i will be curious to see how maddie fits into the whole you know the reading and all that kind of stuff i couldn't agree more and i know a lot of straight men that watch drag race people have come up to me straight guys have come up to me at parties and been like oh my god i love drag race i love this queen blah 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 blah, all these types of things and i you know what I feel like somebody has to go home first. So it yeah. might as well be Maddie Morphosis. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie may surprise us. We'll I see. You I'm... never know, right? That was just yeah. a little joke. <laughs> exactly. Well, perfect. All right. Well, we've got to move on. because it, And in the same vein, there is a show um, on HBO, right, Cody? Yes. Um, we're here, the mm-hmm. HBO series. And a pastor... Dressed in drag for the show were here. The blowback led to him being relieved of his duties. So this guy, um, he said, I just wanted to say this. He said, following his drag performance on the show, we're here. If you're a person here tonight and you're wondering if there's hope and a future and a God who loves you, oh, yes, there is. Don't wait until you have permission to do what you were made to do. Go out and love everybody. And this is him talking in his um, 
how he believes in his United Methodist Church in Newburgh, where he is the pastor there, or was, mm -hmm. I should say, because mm -hmm. once he did the show, he's always presented an inclusive environment to everybody. Yeah. Every constituent could come there to his church, and he's always believed that. Um, his wife, Linda, um, will have, I think, was really supportive of this. So he went on the show, and who was the drag queen from season 13, or who are the drag queens that are on were here? So his mentor was Eureka O'Hara, and I think that's the season 13 queen. Well, Eureka, yes, I love Eureka. Yes, we both, I love Eureka too. Yeah. But also, Bob the Drag Queen is on there, and Shangela is on, we're here as well. Right, and I'll post some of the pictures. Uh, I'm not sure if I have them here, but I'll find some because they, and you can also watch the show on HBO as well. But I to see him, I haven't watched it yet. Is it good? It's so good. It makes okay. you cry. It makes you laugh. It it's, gives you all the feels. So, Well, sadly, um, he did this, the, the, the pastor, and mm -hmm. when... The show aired, his church got wind of it, and they relieved him of his duties yes. once they saw this. And it's so sad. The, I guess the only good news is that some of the queens have created a GoFundMe page, correct? And oh, are raising wow. money. Yeah, it was a separate article that I read about this. And they are raising funds. I think they're already up to just shy of $20,000. Because they were, yeah, they're wondering, he doesn't pay for living arrangements because he mm -hmm. lives, I think he gets housing, but now yes. is he going to be homeless? Yeah. You know, all for just putting on, you know, being, putting on somebody else's shoes and going and drag to understand. And I think it's so sad. I think it's sad too. He did it to his daughter is pansexual so he did it to make her feel more welcome and less ostracized by the world by showing her that you know drag is a state of mind it's for everybody and this is something it's a human experience and and drag is just what you your outside doesn't matter is what your it's your inside that matters and he spread such a gospel of love and acceptance and then he was rejected by his church I it was just heartbreaking to me. Yeah. I think he's too good for that church and he needs to move to a more gay friendly church and where where he'll be much more appreciated. I would I for one would like to go and start his him. own. It would be great if he could kind of start his own because I'm so not for church anymore ever yeah, since yeah. back in the Catholic days. But <laughs> if he started a church maybe online or something and had people you know, you can still take people when they come around the pews and collect money. You can still collect money. And oh, tithing? You, yeah, you could <laughs> do that. The collection plate? I would produce this podcast for him. And, oh, look you know, at that. All that yeah. good stuff. Yeah. That's so, amazing. Right. He has options. He's a, And being on We're Here, I'm sure he has found so many outlets to where he can be supportive because... Yeah, that church. Well, is the no queens are supporting him, raising yeah. all this money. I will post that because it was a different one than you sent me, Cody. Yeah. And the one I have has the OnlyFans link and tells how much money they've raised for him because they felt oh, really the Go bad. Me. You said OnlyFans. Yeah. You mean the oh, Go sorry, GoFundMe? Go thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did say I'm a little under the weather. So I'm no, not no, no. 
Yeah, I just didn't want thank the people you. to go to OnlyFans and be like, the yeah. pants are OnlyFans. <laughs> thank you for that correction. I appreciate that. No, he does not have an OnlyFans <laughs> that I know of. It, I meant go fund me. Go fund me. That's yes. funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. All right. Well, moving on, we've got some other great hot topics for you. And there was a recent article that caught my attention of gay guys describe hooking up without speaking the same language. Oh. And immediately I had to read about this. Uh, Sounds like a lot of guys have gotten their passports stamped, they write, if you know what we mean. Reddit users in the Ask Gay Bros subreddit chimed in with more than 180 comments after one person asked, have you ever hooked up with a guy where the two of you didn't speak the same language at all? And from a bar stool encounter in Mexico to an airport lounge hookup in Munich, there was some really hot, goofy anecdotes on the thread. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, in a public restroom, is, wrote somebody, he was Asian, and we didn't require words, only gestures. And I That's mean, right. who doesn't know how to gesture a blowjob? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody I'm else wrote, right now. Somebody else wrote <laughs> quite a few times. The animal part of the brain just takes over and it's easy to communicate affection. Uh, somebody else wrote frequently. It's honestly great to cut through the bullshit. A little Google translate, a few meaningful sentences, and you're off. And I have yeah. to say, there's more. I'll post this on tagspodcast.com. But nice. for for me personally, I think I told this story before, but I was in Rome and I was mm-hmm. on crutches. Ooh. I had been in this Nike fashion show and we had planned this trip way in advance and I had ruptured my Achilles tendon, but I still had this trip planned. So I went to Rome and I was in a bar not feeling great because everywhere you go in Europe mm-hmm. or at least in Rome is cob- like cobblestones. Okay. And I remember going into the bar. It was on a street where you had to walk down two steps, open the door, m- lean back, walk in, walk up three steps on oh, crutches. No. And then we were standing in this bar Phil, And at that time it was in 2002, people were still smoking in the bar and it was crowded, and I was not feeling it because I was just like, ugh, and just hot with the underarms on the crutches. And so finally, this my friend motions that there's this hot Roman guy looking at me with blue Ooh. piercing eyes. So I said, oh, but he's not going to find me attractive. This isn't going to happen. He says, no, he's looking over here. Well, lo and what? behold, somehow... I think he came over to me or I gave him the eye back and uh-huh. he spoke, I think, two words in English and I spoke <laughs> no Italian, but it was enough that my friends let me go off with him and he had a Vespa, very Roman, right? We mm-hmm. went on his Vespa and I'm like, oh, what are we going to do with the crutches? He says, no problem. And he put them on the side of the Vespa and we whisked wow. off. And ended up, like, fucking with my cast, because I had a cast on, in the air. And it was great. The next day, he That sounds drove, amazing. The next day, after fucking again, he drove me all around. We kind of had this mini romance with minimal words. And this was 2002, before we had Google and all that. 
but I knew enough Spanish and Italian is a little bit okay. like romance language. And so we kind of met in the middle of with Spanish and kind of, and then just oh. that romance that you can feel. And it's funny, Cody, because I've done it in Brazil too, where the common, denom dom common denominator is Spanish, mm -hmm. where they speak Portuguese and I speak yes. some Spanish. We meet in that Spanish world of, <laughs> of communication. In the middle, yeah. When we're not fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Roman holiday, so yes, fun. Teddy. Roman no, holiday. Roman no, holiday. Oh, I love that. I didn't see that. Roman holiday. I love that. Yes. Absolutely. So good. Yes, it was so good. I still nice. follow him on he's a prominent uh makeup artist. Really Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I still follow him on Facebook because and I found him again, Facebook, I don't believe was around in 2002. It wasn't. So mm -hmm. I found him all these years later. And yeah, it's really good. What are your thoughts on this? The Cody? Dick was that good that you the found him? Yes, I just because I was going back to Rome. And I thought if he could like me in a cast with, the, you know, half a, a gimp, yeah. then I'm the cast off now and I feel like I'm working out more. He's going to love uh -huh. me now. Yeah. <laughs> we never I hooked up it. again, but he was very sweet. He, we communicated a few different times and yeah, but oh yeah. The power of language that is body language. Body language. How about yourself? <laughs> what are your thoughts on this topic? Oh, definitely. I love to visit foreign lands does london count i don't no no yeah. no they speak, no. Oh, <laughs> they, well, speak, they speak english there they speak english <laughs> yes right no but i remember one time being in france i was there i went all alone and a friend met me a little bit later on but the first night i went out to the gay club by myself i was in the club i haven't had my drink and just like you across the bar this guy started checking me out and it we, we didn't speak very much because he didn't really speak that much English. I didn't. My French is very bare bones, basic. <laughs> okay, in other words, you don't speak. Voulez-vous <laughs> coucher avec moi? Basically. Okay, well, hey, that's the best thing you need to let know. <laughs> Thank you, Patty Labelle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you, Patty Labelle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he was bald. He had blue eyes. It, they were so piercing. He was gorgeous. He, he was very muscly, too. And I remember him being just maybe just a little bit older than me. I don't know. We didn't really speak the same language. So <laughs> right, I have right. no idea. Could have been, and you can't tell always with the French. So, right. It's true. It's true. But he was very, very sexy. He, I guess, gestured to let's go outside to the alley and i Ooh. went out to the alley and i did him right in the alley and it was really? so fucking hot and it wasn't even like an alley that was hidden i feel like it was a very shallow alley yeah and i feel like people were walking by and they could see us fucking wow that's pretty bold well, it was <laughs> paris it was right? paris yes yeah, hello the parisians are are okay with that yeah right <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it is possible, I think. Um, if I think a longer term relationship, it's going to be a little challenging. Like I said, for me, that Spanish has always been a good conduit of meeting in the mm -hmm. middle somewhere. And if you're dealing with the romance languages, right? Like, yeah, so French yeah. was, I could have had that French-Spanish layover that you were talking about before. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's so. a little bit more challenging. But speaking but... of Spanish, have you ever hooked up in PV and not really known any of the language or not oh. really understood the 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 Spanish? Yeah, the Spanish. Well, recently I met a guy there that we he spoke mostly only Spanish and mm -hmm. my Spanish is getting a lot better the more and Mine more I go too. there. So, we were able to communicate fairly well and I have I dated a, a long-term guy but he spoke English yeah. and Spanish. Um, but these days in PV, they know enough English they typically speak enough English. because of so much tourists and Canadians and Americans coming there. And I definitely know I'm pretty confident, you know, getting by with my Spanish now. So Thank we can you. make it work there. Yeah, that's true. Only reason I bring it up is because I had a really good hot oh. hookup in, in, in PV one time. He was a stripper at uh, the... What what was the place that you visited? Oh, Wet Dreams. Wet, Wet Dreams. And yeah. I, was, I was tipping him and he was feeling me and I took him back to my hotel and and we got it on. And I follow him on Instagram and Facebook and we're, we're good Facebook friends. Now. I like that. Yeah. See, you kept in contact too. I know, right? The dick was, the ass was that good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, see? It, and it can still, you can even continue a friendship afterwards too. It's so, like he's, my... a, he's a good dude. Nice, nice. All right, well, moving on. There is a recent Reddit thread that asked the... Um, they want and this person wants advice on picking up guys in social settings. Ooh. I really love this story because yeah. we're always talking about guys on the apps, and I'm always talking about how I do well in bars over the apps. Mm -hmm. So this story was everything to me. I have been dependent, they write, on Grinder and other dating apps to pick up guys my entire life. I'm slightly embarrassed to say that I have never brought a guy home from a bar or any other social setting before. And I think a lot of people can agree that the apps get boring and even frustrating at times. Right, yeah. Cody? There's no I cocktail. I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's I, better with a cocktail. <laughs> exactly. I've been especially tired of them lately, so I've resolved to try something new. I want to learn to confidently and effectively meet guys in person and seal the deal. I was going to talk to this guy at the gym this morning who was clearly checking me out, but I got nervous and ended up leaving before I could think of something to say. And they write, mm -hmm. any advice, guys, tips, tricks, resources, or sage wisdom would be appreciated. I like that. And what's your thoughts on this, Cody? What advice would you give to this person who's typically on the apps but wants to get some game going when they go out? I say take take friends with you so that you can feel more comfortable. I For me, it's all about being comfortable in a social setting. So if it takes you a minute to get going, don't judge yourself for that. Don't force yourself to or put yourself out there too quickly because you need to feel comfortable. You don't want to be awkward when you're talking to somebody because that is a whole nother animal. Um, I think that at the gym, it's really before as far as seeing somebody that you think is checking you out at the gym and then you go over there and you say hi how are you doing it yeah <laughs> they're like i'm on my third set you can have this after i'm done <laughs> yeah i feel like that when you really have to know because the other thing is 
you chances are you're a regular at that gym and so are yeah. they and yeah. can you imagine putting your foot in your mouth and thinking hey what's going on and they're like who are you like all this time you thought they were <laughs> looking you at you but <laughs> they were just looking in that direction and you misconstrued that um I, on the other hand though i was at gold's gym hollywood uh okay. i guess earlier this year and a guy, you know, some guys are really out there and he, mm -hmm. he made no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He just like came in front of me when I was like, Ooh. you know, doing the chest press mm -hmm. and did one of those like, and looked right <laughs> he made at it me. Real. <laughs> he made it real and then was flirting and then yeah. was like, and I had, I didn't even know who he was and I wasn't looking at him. So that's mm -hmm. another way of going about it, but you have to have uber, uber confidence, right? Confident. When you do that yeah. and take a yeah, testosterone drink or something before you <laughs> go to her. Really? I really believe you do. Cause I couldn't do that. Yeah. And I say just, start up a casual conversation don't go up to somebody with the intent of saying oh we're gonna you want to go back to my place right now that's i think that's a little bit strange and weird and kind of pushing things into an awkward direction say how are you doing do you mind if i work in with you if you're at the gym uh, anything casual and just to gauge their reciprocity as far as their attraction to you is concerned that's when i first advice. moved when I first moved to New York City, I worked at mm -hmm. out at this gym, David Barton, uh, mm -hmm. around Ooh. the corner. It's now a crunch, Fancy. but I'll never forget uh, Anderson Cooper asked to work in on the calf machine with me and was lingering uh -huh. around my area. And, and it was on a Sunday night when the gym wasn't busy at all. Okay. And yeah, and I was so excited, but I was so nervous that he could have like, been doing a million other things. He was trying to get no, it. No, he definitely. I mean, <laughs> there was no reason he had to be in this. I mean, we're talking like a calf machine, and we, yeah, he, he asked me my name, and and I, I, he said, "Oh, I'm Anderson." And I was like thinking, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get it. Yeah, you, you, could, you could be Mrs. Cooper right now. What is what is uh, what is going on? Well, he has a son now. I don't know if I'm ready to be a stepmom. <laughs> but no. But back to your advice, though, Cody. About I don't know if I agree so much about going with your friends because we all okay. know groups of guys that go with their friends, maybe. Maybe just to get some courage and have a little yeah. liquid courage. But okay. then you need to really split off because it's too easy. I see it all the time when I go to my bars. Guys come in with their groups of friends. And heaven forbid one of you decides to talk to somebody else or go in a different direction. All your friend's eyes are going to be like d looking at your business over there and okay. rating you. And what I find best for me personally is I love going to bars by myself sidling up to the bar you know pick bars that aren't like crazy booming saturday night but okay. find a play find a bar that you can go to where you can sit at the bar i love talking to the bartenders because they are your best friends they will also give you the tea on what's going on and inevitably people will come by you this happens to me all the time. And oh. you, you might talk you to be people. people. Well, not all of them I'm interested in, nor are uh -huh. they probably. But I find it's a good place to start to strike up conversations about whatever's going on. If it's 
you know, whatever is going on in the bar, you'll just naturally strike up a conversation and it can be kind of fun to see who you're going to be talking to. Now, again, Mm -hmm. you might not be attracted to everybody that comes by you, but if you think about a bar, some of them, you might see somebody across the way that's Mm -hmm. kind of piques your interest. You could try and get their eye. You can move over there closer to them. You might find people come up to you and just practice being friendly and talking just like you'd want to talk to anybody. It's it's really fun. It's one of my favorite things to do is to go to bars by myself. I do it all the time and I meet so many people and not just guys that I'm interested in, you know, mm-hmm. either way, um, I meet some cool people, but people. yeah, yeah. But, and then when I see somebody, then I might dart over there or catch their eye or that kind of thing. Hmm. What do you think about going with just one friend who is in the same boat as you as far as going to try and figure out and, and meet other people? That can be a nice support system for you. It like can. we used to do. Yeah, I've got a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just think you might find yourself so in conversation if you go if everyone's on the same page that yes. yeah, if we see somebody or I see somebody or you see somebody then I think it's really good to kind of open it up to that, that, you know, a lot of people might get offended if you go with a friend that thinks, I thought we were hanging out tonight, like girls night out and what's going on here. I had a no, friend like that before. there needs to be an understanding because. Then you're, then thank you. There needs to be an understanding. <laughs> when you that... and I would go out, you would go that way. No I would problem. Go this way, and I'd be like, I'll see you in a few. <laughs> yeah. All good in the hood. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> what are people saying, Cody? Alan said, it's easy to strike up a conversation at Boxers, which is a local New York City bar. And as you can talk yes, about good, the game that's on, even if it's yep. not a game that you're really interested in. So it's kind of just bring up the things that are going on around you in the bar. I agree with that. And Teddy you know agrees what? with me. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were we going to say? One thought on the sports bar is uh-huh. I went to, I've got a story for everything for being a little under the weather today, <laughs> but <laughs> Good. I remember going to gym bar o- over the mm-hmm. summer and it was the oh, Olympics and gymna- men's gymnastics was on the TV screen and it was like, who's not into men's gymnastics, right? Right. It was an amazing time to watch that. Even if you're not into sports, you're going to be into men's gymnastics. And that's a great thing. Little note coming up, February is going to be the winter games. So they're going to be at all the sports bars. So, you know, not that you want to wait till February, but at least, you know, there'll be something going on that's kind of interesting that during the winter games. So you can- The winter games they have on too many clothes though for me. They do, but <laughs> a good a good ice skating moment would be great to watch. Oh, that's true. Or, that's true. You know, it's just we're not trying to have it be porn, right? But <laughs> but to okay, strike up a com- so. <laughs> but to strike up a conversation to somebody, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. And Teddy agrees with me. He thinks that a hype man is good, mm. a, a nice support system with an with yeah. a mutual understanding. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, I think, to go out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What did Alan, Summer Olympics watching the diving? Yes, the diving. There was so much to watch. Yeah, great sports to watch during when you go to a sports bar. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, it's come up time for our favorite segment, Cody. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's the uh, first trap. And this week, you know, we get this from straight up gay porn. And believe it or not, all year long, they've been putting together these several porn stars and who took the best shot in really hot, sexy, naked shots. And they're coming up on the year and they're two they decided to put two i'll just read it um you voted in dozens of thirst trap recap polls all year long and now it's time to decide the ultimate thirst trap king yeah for the first time ever this year's thirst trap king contest is part of the 2022 straight up gay porn awards and the nominees in the other 18 categories will be revealed this Thursday. So meaning that in addition to earning the title of Thirst Trap King, the winner will also receive a Straight Up Gay Porn Award trophy. So all these these um, categories, Thirst Traps that we've been talking about all uh-huh. year long, they are Ooh. many of them are up for Thirst Trap King and will be included in the Straight Up Gay Porn Awards. And... One of them will receive like a whole trophy, which is kind of cool. There's That's awesome. they divided for out of 47 finalists in the Thirst Trap King, they decided to split it up. So this week okay. we have 23 of them that are gonna be up for voting. I'm gonna put okay. this in. Did, oh, you already put it in there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then next Thank week you. will be another 24 finals, and then they're gonna uh, get five of the top of this week's, five of the mm-hmm. top of next week's, and then they'll vote out of those top ten. One of them will be in the Straight Up Gay Porn Awards and be the winner. So, C- Cody, who is your favorite and why to get this week's? Okay, so for me, this is... I cannot believe we're at the Thirst Trap Super Bowl right now. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm so excited. I got my dream team together. And I think we yep. should start a fantasy Thirst Trap League. Okay? <laughs> we can put this some is money the in. Super Bowl of it all. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and understandably, understandably, this week, every picture was so hot. I was like... Just my job is on the floor. It's the final. So it's so understandable. I can't wait to see who is on next week's list because my I damn near flooded my basement this week. <laughs> I love but it. My vote goes to someone that I have in my mouth every week. I mean, his name, uh-huh. not him personally. Okay. <laughs> Italo Andrade. And I still don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Andrade. Because, yes. Uh, yes. Andrade. Yes. I love. Oh, that was going to be my pick too. Oh no. Okay. Well, I have a, a good second. But you know I what? Voted for that him could be in the poll. I voted for him in the poll, and that's all that matters because I think he's going to be in the finals because we keep. Italo is so hot. Teddy says. Um, yeah, there's something about he's got beautiful skin and that tiny little Clark Gable mustache. If you guys know who that, Clark Gable is, really amazing tattoos. <laughs> That big ass dick and a smile for days with beautiful lips. He all seems that, confident and nice. Been. I think he's versatile too, right? I've seen him it, do both. Take it and give it really amazing. Yeah. Am I right on that? Yeah. I think so. I'm pretty sure. And he's someone that I thought that was sexy from the very first time that I saw him. Like every time he's on the list, I'm like, Idolo, Idolo, Idolo. And yeah. 
So I'm voting but, right now on this list, and they, so, I just casted my vote. But you know, we can see what else is anybody else saying. Uh, Teddy said, "Eat a low too." Roxas Callum, he says, Roxas, "Roxas Callum has his vote," and I thought Ro- Roxas as well. He's just got a huge dick as well. Um, but my, one of my favorites was Diego Daniels. He, oh, he I liked almost, him too. He almost took. Why are we agreeing at the end of the year? This is crazy. We <laughs> never <know>. agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Diego's not doing so good. I'm looking at the stats currently, and he's a little further down. Our Idolo, though, is currently number three on the he's list. Number three. I'm so excited. As is Roxas, who you all, Ra- Roxas Callum. Didn't you mention him too? Yes, that's what Te- who Teddy voted for. And then okay, he's number I, five currently on the list. Okay, at six, so we got yeah, we got to vote for him more. Get Roxas in the top in the in the finals, guys. Also, Silas says, "Oh, right, Dean you're Young. right." Because Dean Young. Okay, let me see where he's doing. Um, I don't think he's in the in the uh, he's in the top five though. But I thought he, he was in... really cute. He he's got the cucumber. Oh no, he's. <laughs> Oh yeah, I like him too. Yeah, he's very sexy. I actually and that is such his... a that's such a funny sentence for me to say because he's got the cucumber up his butt. Yeah, he's Never one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seventh place right now. And remember, only five five of them can make it to the finals, right? Yes, Cody. Yeah. Yes. So, who's From Zach Astor? Zach Astor. Because he's number one currently. Zach Astor? I don't know. Who is Zach Astor? He's on this list. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, he's currently number one on this list. It's funny that none of us seem to know who Zach is. I know, right? I'm trying to find him really quick. We've got to wrap this up. Oh, Zach. Nope. That's so weird. Oh, I see him. He? Um, he's he's right underneath Alex Grant. He's not my cup of tea. He's cute. I think he's number three down. Oh my god, he's number one. <laughs> uh-uh. You're shady, bitch. I was gonna say that too. What? <laughs> and look at that messy suitcase in the background. That bed. It's like, what is going on in this picture? I mean, oh no! Like we I said, he's not my to... cup of tea. Guys, you, <laughs> you got to vote. Like and... <laughs> Teddy says she's rough. I agree. Okay, <laughs> she's a little rough. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> a little rough to be number one, my, and not in that rough kind of rugged way. Sexy rough. It's yeah, like rough, interesting. Rough. Like, ooh, she needs a. Uh, uh, give her a dollar. No, oh my God, yeah. that's more. And more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Silas says, not a great list. Well, these are the finalists. The, hey, maybe, Silas, you'll have to check out next week's when we've got 24. And because ultimately we're going to pick the, they're going to pick the tw- um, number one, only one, right, Cody? Yes. Yeah, one so. is going to be king and they're going to get a, a trophy. Yeah, Which at the Straight about. Up Gay Porn Awards and for 2022. All right. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you for playing. As always, all this will be up on tagspodcast.com on Thursday when this comes out in the morning. I want to thank my co-host, Cody Maurice Duggett. Thanks, Cody. Thanks for thank you, playing. So much fun. Hi, oh, Silas. <laughs> Follow him. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching 
or on his personal account at Mr. Maurice. Mm -hmm. And you can always follow us on the TikTok or on Instagram. <laughs> I like saying that. <laughs> at Tags Podcast. On the TikTok, <laughs> at Tags Podcast. And in the meantime, continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex. sex. Yes. yes.